I want to welcome all the churches from around the world who are doing a But God series right now in your church, and I am praying that your church and that you individually have a But God encounter throughout this series. We're going to talk today about we wonder, but God finds us. My mother-in-law recently shared a story with me about my wife, Tiffany. She said that they were in Appleton, Wisconsin, at a park that was having a carnival-type fair event. And it was Tiffany, her siblings, her parents, and her grandparents. And Tiffany went on a carnival ride, and she was excited, elated. She rode the ride, and right when she came off the ride and exited out of the gate, Someone grabbed her hand and began to walk, and Tiffany just began to talk. Just, Grandma, it's so exciting, and the ride was awesome. And she was describing the ride, and Grandma, it was, a, it was amazing. And uh, Tiffany's parents and grandparents were panicking because they were trying to find Tiffany. They did not know where she was. They were, they were looking for her. They, were, they began to search for her and look for her. Their daughter has wandered away, and they're trying to find out where she is. And, and they notice that, that, that Tiffany is walking with a man that they don't know, and he is walking in the grass with their daughter. And at the curb, not the parking lot, the curb, right at the edge of the grass is a car that is parked for a quick getaway. And the man is walking with Tiffany, and her parents begin to scream and shout and Tiffany, Tiffany. And Tiffany hears her mom's voice. She looks up and realizes, I'm not walking with my grandma. She let go of the man's hand and took off running back to her parents. I wonder what would have happened to Tiffany, my wife, if her parents did not search for her and call out her name. And she would have heard the voice of her parents, of her mom. And the reality is this. Just like that story, when I hear it, makes my heart sink about what would have happened to Tiffany. The reality is we all wander from God. We all wander from God. Sometimes people wander from God and they don't even know that they've wandered. You see, you can be lost and not even know you're lost. You can be like Tiffany, just walking and talking and think everything is good, and you don't even realize you're lost. There are some people that wander because they're rebellious, and they just rebel against God, and they know what they're doing, and they're just running from God. They're angry, and they just wander and run and rebel from God. There are others who wander from God by just drifting. They just quit praying like they used to pray, just drift, and they quit reading their Bible like they used to read it. They they quit coming to church like they used to go to church, and they just drift, and all of a sudden, they, they wake up one day, and they're far, far away from God. You see, I know about wandering because I was a wanderer. I grew up in and around church as a kid. I wouldn't call my family a committed church-going family, but we went from time to time as a family. Periods, we went more than others. And so I knew some about God and some about the Bible and about Jesus. I, I knew right from wrong, and yet my sophomore year in high school, I rebelled. I was bitter. I was angry. I was hostile. I went off on one of my coaches verbally. I was chasing the girls, and 
engaging in sex outside of marriage. I was running wild. I didn't care about God. I didn't want anything to do with God, didn't care about knowing him, and I was running from God. And here's what I know. We wonder. Here's my story. We wonder, but God finds us. And today, I want to talk to you about a story in the Bible where a woman wanders far away from God. It's the story of Hosea and Gomer. Hosea was a prophet, and Gomer was a prostitute. And from this story, I want to share with you three but God truths about wandering from God. Number one is this. We wander, but God never stops pursuing us. Look with me in Hosea chapter 1. Hosea chapter 1. We're going to pick up reading in verse number 2. It says, when the Lord first began speaking to Israel through Hosea, he said to him, go and marry a prostitute so that of, so, so that some of her children will be conceived in prostitution. This will illustrate how Israel has acted like a prostitute by turning against the Lord and worshiping other gods. Hosea was a prophet. He was a man of God. He was revered. He was respected as a man of God. And God tells his prophet to go marry a prostitute. A prophet and a prostitute get married. And God told him to marry Gomer because he wanted to illustrate his love for his people, the Israelites, who had wandered far away from God. And Hosea, he obeys God. He marries Gomer. And she was unfaithful to him on multiple occasions. And she finally abandoned Hosea. She was far away from her husband far away from God. She was going down a dark road, and literally she ended up in sex slavery and being sold. She was a wanderer. She was a prostitute. She was unfaithful. She was a sex slave, and I want you to see God's response to this lady who wandered far, far away. The Bible says in Hosea chapter 3 and verse 1, notice God's response. It says, then the Lord said to me, Hosea, go, go and love your wife again, even though she commits adultery with another lover. This will illustrate that the Lord still loves Israel, even though the people have turned to other gods and love to worship them. Now, now, catch the story. Hosea marries a prostitute. She is unfaithful to him on multiple occasions. She ends up abandoning Hosea. She, she leaves him, doesn't want anything to do with him. And the Bible says God shows up to Hosea and says, Hosea, the woman who has left you, unfaithful to you, doesn't want anything to do with you. I want you to go and search for her and find her and to bring her back home. When I read that, I just went, wow. Wow. It just kind of blows my mind. God, you want me to go and find Hose, Gomer and bring her home, and she don't want anything to do with me. It, it, it blows my mind so much, this week I said it backwards. Wow. Wow. 
Really, God, really, you want me to go and get Gomer and bring her home? She, she's the one that left me. She's the one that abandoned me. She's the one that don't want anything to do with me. She's the one that's been unfaithful to me. Listen, God, she knows our address. She knows where we live. And if she wants to come home, then she'll come on home. No, no, no. God said, you go. You search for her. You look for her until you find her and you bring her home. And God told Hosea to do this because God was illustrating his response to humanity, to people, to his people when we wander away from him. God says, here's how I respond to my people. When you wander away from me, I pursue you. I search after you to find you, to bring you home. When you wander, I come after you. And I realize some of you have wandered from God. You find yourself today far away from God. You find yourself on Gomer status, doing the unthinkable, doing, thing, doing things you're ashamed of. You're doing things that you, won't, you don't even want to tell your best friend about. You can't believe where you end up and where you've ended up, what you've said, what you've done, and you feel shameful, you feel regret, you feel some condemnation, you, you just can't believe it. And some of you are, you've wandered three feet from God, and some of you have wandered a million feet away from God. And I want you to know, no matter how far you are from God, no matter what you've done, that your heavenly Father is relentlessly pursuing you. He's chasing you down. He's coming after you. He wants to bring you home. It doesn't matter what you've done. You've wandered, but God is pursuing you. There's a second but God truth I want to share with you today, and that is this. We wander... But God pursues us to show us his love, to show us his love. Notice this in Hosea 3 and verse 1. It says, then the Lord said to me, go, go and love your wife again. Even though she commits adultery with another lover, this will illustrate that the, notice it, that the Lord still loves Israel, even though the people have turned to other gods and love to worship them. This verse is huge. You see, in the Old Testament, adultery was considered a crime that was deserving of the death penalty. But God doesn't tell Hosea to go find a Gomer and punish her. He doesn't say, you go find Gomer. She's broken your heart. She's been unfaithful to you. She's put you through the ringer. So you just go give her a piece of your mind. You just go retaliate. You just go get even. She needs to know how you feel. You just let her know how you feel because you're angry and you're mad. No, no, no. That's not what God says. What he says just blows me away. He says, you go. And you find her, and you love her. I know she's broken your heart. I know she's been unfaithful. I know she's disappointed you. I know she hasn't kept her marriage vows. But you go. You pursue her. You find her. And you love her. 
this kind of love is hard for us to comprehend. This God kind of agape love is just hard for us to wrap our minds around. Because we live in a world that when we blow it, when we mess up, when we break the law, people pursue us, but it's to punish us. We just don't get this kind of love. I, I can think about my growing up years and growing up in Wewoka, Oklahoma, and I remember breaking my parents' rules from time to time like all kids do. And, and, and when I broke my parents' rules, they would pursue me. And I'm confident, I am confident that my parents didn't know the story of Jose and Gomer. I'm confident. They would pursue me, sometimes with a brush flying across the room, sometimes with a shoe <laughs> flying across the room. They, they would pursue me. And when they found me, they would punish me. How many of you by a show of hands would, would say at all of our churches would say, Pastor Herbert, I relate to your story because I'm like you. My parents didn't know what time out was. How many of you would say that? Come, come on, come on, huh? Yeah, huh? And oh no, my parents didn't know nothing about no time out. They didn't say, Herbert Jr., go in the corner for time out. Oh no. Oh no. They would search after me and find me, and my parents would turn into a superhero in two seconds. <gasps> a belt would be in the hand. I would get spanked, I would get whooped, and my parents spanked and whooped and talked at the same time. How many know what I'm talking about out there, huh? Yes, yes, yes. I told you not to go over there. Over is one word. You can't be breaking it up into syllables and spanking. They would spank me and punish me, and, and how many of you like me, I, I, I got, you know, I get so many spankers, I started to learn to fake cry. Because you know what I'm saying? You know, you got 10 lashes already, and you only own sentence number one. This thing has got to stop. <laughs> stop. My mama caught on to what I was doing that I didn't want to keep getting a spanking, so I would fake cry. And one time, my mama told me, she said, drop your pants around your ankles. I don't recommend this for anybody, <laughs> but that's what my mama did. And she spanked me. Come on, how I many know I never forgot that spanking? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what happens. See, when, when, when we mess up, oftentimes we get punished. You break one of the laws of the land, you'll get pursued. And when you get stopped, you don't get a handshake and a snicker bar. No. No, no, you, there's a punishment. You break rules in your parents' house, there, there's, there's punishment. You, you break rules at the work, you get can let, laid off your job, get fired from your job. We are used to people pursuing us to 
punish us. And so the story of Hosea and Gomer blows our mind because God says, here's how I respond to my people. And Hosea, you're going to illustrate it for me. I know your wife has been unfaithful like Israel's been unfaithful to me, like my people have been unfaithful to me. And I want you to pursue her and I want you to find her, not to punish her, but to love her. It reminds me of the scripture in Ephesians 2 and verse number 3. It says, all of us used to live that way. We used to wander away from God, following the passionate desires and inclination of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger. We, We deserved his anger. We deserved his wrath, just like everyone else. But God... Come on, everybody at all the churches, everybody, everybody say those two words. But God, yes, but God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. You see, we wander, but God is rich in mercy. Mercy means God doesn't give us what we deserve. We deserve to be punished because of our sins, but God is rich in mercy. But God loves us so much that he pursues us not to punish us, but to save us from our sin and to bring us home. It reminds me of the story in Luke chapter 15 and verse number 11 of a young man the Bible calls the prodigal son. And the Bible says he went to his father and asked for his share of the estate of the inheritance, even though it wasn't due to him because his father was still alive. But his father was gracious enough to give him his share of the estate. And the Bible says that this young man wandered from his father. He wandered into a distant country. And the Bible says when he got there, he squandered, he wasted all that his father had given him in wild living, chasing the girls, partying. He spent everything. The Bible says a famine came into the land and he began to be hungry, had no food to eat. He wasted everything. His friends have now left him. And the scripture says that he went to go work in a pig pen to provide so he could eat. And the scripture says he was so hungry that he wanted to eat the pig food in the pig pen. And one day he came to his senses and he thought to himself, why am I sitting here in this pig pen starving to death when in my father's house, even the servants have food to spare? He says, I'll know what I'll do. I'll go back to my father and I know I'm unworthy. I know I'm unlovable. I know, I know I've blown it. So I'll tell Papa, Papa, go ahead and punish me. I know I'm not worthy to be called your son. So make me like one of your hired men. And so he started home and the Bible says, that a long way off that the father saw the son and the Bible says that he went. The Bible says the father began to pursue him. He chased down his son and when he got to his son who was a long way from home and the Bible says he saw his son. He's dirty. He's stinky. He's nasty. He's skinny. He's broke. He's disappointed his father. He's broke all his father's rules. He abandoned his father and the scripture says his father hugged him kissed him and put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and said, son, I know you feel like you're unlovable. 
and you're unworthy and you're deserving of punishment. But the father said this, son, come on home. And he threw a party for him. And the Bible says, the father said, my son was once lost, but now he's found. He was once blind, but now he sees. And I'm not going to make him a servant. He called him a son. My son is now home. And he restored him to his rightful place of a son because that's how God works. He pursues us. He chases us down, not to whoop us, not to spank us, not to give us what we deserve. No, he chases us because he loves us and he wants to restore us. He wants to give us grace and mercy and forgiveness. There's a, there's a third but God truth I want to share with you, and that is we wonder but God paid a price to find us. Notice in Hosea chapter 3 and verse 2, it says, So I bought her back for 15 pieces of silver and five bushels of barley and a measure of wine. Then I said to her, You must live in my house for many days and stop your prostitution. During this time, you will not have sexual relations with anyone, not even with me. And some scholars say that a shekel is about $80 in today's money. This means Hosea paid around $1,200 to buy Gomer back. And during that time period, a family could live off one shekel for around two weeks. So Hosea paid around 30 weeks of wages to buy back a wandering, unfaithful wife. And then the Bible says that he had to give five bushels of barley, which was equivalent to another 15 shekels. Many scholars believe that the reason he had to sell the barley was because he ran out of money. He didn't have enough money to pay all 30 shekels. So it would be fair to assume that this man gave everything he had over a year's income to buy back an unfaithful, wandering bride who has wandered far, far away. But God said, buy her back. Other people, no doubt, would have said, she's not worth a penny. Look at what she's done to you. But God said, go pay a high price for Gomer to set her free, love her, and bring her home. And that's exactly what God did for you and did for me. You see, Scripture says in Romans 5 and verse 8, but God, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And some people may think you're worthless because of what you've done. They may think you're no good. You're unlovable. You're not worth a penny. But God 
thinks you're valuable. God thinks you're so valuable that he sent his one and only son. He paid a high price for you and for me. He sent his one only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross of Calvary for my sins and for your sins. You see, we wander, but God paid a price to find us, to free us, to bring us home. We are not deserving of it. We're like Gomer. You see, I was a Gomer, and I wandered far from God. I didn't care about God, didn't want anything to do with God. Going to live a wild life. Couldn't believe some of the things I experienced and I had been through. I was bitter, I was angry, I was hostile, I was confused, I was brokenhearted. It was a Thursday evening. I was invited to a Fellowship of Christian Athletes meeting at the Wewoka High School football locker room. And the only reason I went to that Fellowship of Christian Athletes meeting was because they were serving free pizza. And I went that night for free pizza, and I sat on a football locker room, in a football locker, in that football locker room, and Todd Thompson, the former kicker for the Oklahoma Sooners, sat in a chair, and he shared the gospel message of Jesus Christ and hope in him. And that night, a young man who was broken and bound, addicted and confused, had a but-God encounter with a loving God. And tears streamed down my face in that football locker room. And I encountered God's love, his grace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. And I'm a living witness. But God changed everything starting that night. And some of you have wandered from God. You're far away from God. Some of you, you're lost and you didn't even know you were lost. It's starting to become clear to you right now. You, 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 you're lost and you didn't even realize how far you how far you were from God. Some of you have just been flat out rebellious and you've been running from God, running from truth, running from what you know is right. Some of you have drifted. You've just slowly drifted. You just quit praying and quit reading your Bible and you didn't even really realize that you've drifted. You quit coming to church like you used to come to church. You quit worshiping. You've just drifted. You started to lie and gossip and compromise your integrity. You act one way when you're with these people and another way when you're with those people. You've just drifted. And you look back and you think, I'm far from God. But God hasn't given up on you. He's pursuing you. He's chasing after you. Some of you sense it right now in your heart. You sense a tug and uneasiness. It's God pursuing you. Not to whoop you. Not to beat you. Not to punish you. He's pursuing you because he loves you. He wants you to encounter his grace, his mercy. He wants to give you a but God moment and to forgive you of your sins and change everything in your life. He's pursuing you today. 